Welcome to the New Life Digging Deeper podcast, where we take Sunday sermons a step further, giving you the opportunity to gain greater understanding and ultimately grow your relationship with Jesus. We're recording. Hurry up, man. We're recording right now. Sweet. Great to see you. Yeah, it's good to see you too. Thanks. Yeah, so we're doing a Digging Deeper nighttime podcast. It is 8.26 p.m. I'm joined by the Mr. Elder Dave Lloyd. Thanks for being here, Dave. Yeah, no problem. He's excited to be here. <laughs> yeah, I'm Make just sure you get the, into uh, that mic, man. Am I... Uh, oh, am I there we closer? go. Yeah, yeah, a little closer. That'd be good. I'm not editing all this out, so we're just rolling. <laughs> no, I'm not. This is how it's going to be. This is the late night... Oh, yeah. Digging Deeper Podcast. Yes, we have to use soft So wherever voices. this finds you, I hope you are doing swell. Dave spoke this past weekend, so we're going to talk about his message right now. He talked on lenses. Why don't you go ahead and give everybody the big idea of what your message was? All right. So, yeah, so I talked about lenses and how we all have a lens or lenses, plural, by how we see the world. You know, and that's shaped by different things, right? It's the culture, it's uh, parents, it's friends, it's church, it's uh, student life. Uh, but then it's also um, shaped by um, the things that we look at and we consume as far as social media and internet and TV and all that sorts type of things. Um, but what we want it to be is like a kingdom lens, right? Where it's... Yeah. it's um, Shaped by the Holy Spirit, uh, Jesus' death and resurrection, the gospel message, um, God's truth about us and how his truth works through our life and so that we can see the world, how Jesus saw it, you know, yeah, a um, long time ago. And so, you know, that's always been my goal is to see people like he saw them rather than make my own judgments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in the world that we do live in today, I mean... Obviously, there's always been distractions and there's been things that pulled you away from seeing through that kingdom lens. But man, it does feel like we're just full of distractions. And um, I just appreciate how humble you do come to the stage and you say, hey, this is something I struggle with too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's never helpful when you see the pastor and you're like, oh, they're perfect. Like I, Brian. I had, like you I can't had. stand Brian. He's just... <laughs> well, that's a given, right? No, but it's uh, it's one of those things where I told Brian at becoming an elder, um, and I told the group, I was like, one thing I do land on most is truth, and it's even truth about myself, right? It's like mm-hmm. I have no problem sharing uh, the things that I've struggled with. Um, and I think part of that comes from, like, I'll say small groups and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Once you start to realize that you're not on an island by yourself... It's way easier to share, yep. and then you just want to get deep that much quicker. Absolutely, the, the shallow stuff. Just I'm yeah. just like, um, you know, we can yeah. talk about football and baseball, but sure, you know, I'm I want to get deep. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we'll waste our time so. here. Yeah, for sure. That's where transformation happens too. So it does. Yep. That's on the digging deeper podcast. That's exactly <laughs> what we're doing right now. This is we're good. digging. This is good. Deep. I might get invited back. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> Yeah, you're a real deep guy, so <laughs> you definitely can come back anytime. But you shared that actually you felt that outside lens coming in as you were preparing for your message, which is fascinating. As you're talking about something, you're actually feeling kind of that pressure from that other world lens. So I was just wondering, mind narrating kind of what that was like for you? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so I, I would say, so I, I got the... The request on like, I don't know, it was Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday of mm-hmm. this week. 
uh, Cody actually reeled me in on, because I was doing a message anyway over at Student Life, and I needed to expand it for the uh, main church service. But, you know, so I started putting it together, and almost immediately I felt God's leading in it, right? Mm -hmm. It's like all the messages I've done, every time it was an immediate reaction where I felt God's leading, where he's like all of a sudden just giving me stuff, things were falling in place, it's supposed to happen. Yeah. Um, But then, like, Friday... It's been right before the weekend, and this has happened almost every time. Oh wow! Um, that it's like uh, I start hearing, um, "You're not good enough, mm-hmm. right? You're mm-hmm. not, you're not good enough to do this. You're not. I mean, this is in front of uh, a lot of people and uh, the church, your church family. You know, you're just not good enough to do this. And so, in, in originally, or right off the bat, I started started listening to it. So I was like. Man, are you serious? This is yeah. not good enough. But a lot of it, I knew where it came from, though. And yeah. so I was like, I knew God's will mm-hmm. will be done in these moments. And I knew he wanted to use me. So I'm like, there's no way mm-hmm. that this is from yeah. God. There is absolutely no way. And so this is either from the enemy or is you know it's from my own worldly experiences where um, where I've had struggles, we've all had it, right? Where people have told us, you know, we're not good enough. And, and from the world standpoint, we we give weight to that, mm-hmm. right? It's hard for us not to. Nobody wants to feel like they're no good when they're told that from the world. And it's hard to shed that kind of stuff. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the enemy ultimately like wants to silence you, especially when you're in a position yeah. like you were about to be in. And I feel that often as well as a worship pastor, just kind of that imposter syndrome where it's like, yeah, but there's probably someone else who'd be better than you and you're kind of just in the way. You know, I think the the enemy really knows how to nuance in just a little bit, you know, because it doesn't seem as obvious, you know. So, yeah, it's so challenging. That's actually my next question is like, what do we do to help shed that lens and focus on a kingdom lens? So I I think that's a that's a great question. So I I brought up um, a quote from Paul or um, in three eight where he said you know uh, indeed I count everything as a loss um, you know because of the surpassing worth of knowing Jesus Christ. When he says that, it's just like I count everything as a loss. It's just like how do I get to it's like almost mm, overwhelming? Yeah, yeah. How do I get to that? <laughs> where it's just like I don't care about anything in the world. Yeah. And I just want to focus on God. And that's a great goal. Mm-hmm. So not to say it's not a great goal, but still it's like, where do you start, right? Mm-hmm. What do you start shedding first? And so one of those things that I think that I believe is true is that if you know yourself, you have to know yourself first, right? You have to know what's in you. Then you can start trying to shed some of that stuff mm-hmm. and try to discard some of that, some of those lies that are being told about yourself. So to, to me, I mean, I think that Paul's message right there was, it's great, um, but we have to know ourselves in those instances where we know where the world is creeping in on us. Yeah. We have to know those things. Yeah. And I mean, you narrated a bit, but it's like, we have to amplify what we're taking in through our kingdom lens versus what we're amplifying currently through Netflix, social media, through bad relationships, through, you know, where we're finding our worth. We have to take from scripture, we have to be strong in our prayer life. And that's going to help us overcome that other lens is when 
the kingdom, the Lord's voice is louder than the world's. And a lot of times we allow way too much of the other, right? Yeah, and I don't know that we realize how much is creeping in. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good right? point. And so we, we're on stuff. We probably don't think it's really affecting us that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Facebook, as an example, it's like every picture is like their best picture. Sure. And you know, you're looking at that being like, oh, man, they're... They're out in the countryside and flowers and stuff. I was like, oh, I haven't done that in a long time. I'm kind of a loser. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because, you know, their stuff is so cool and stuff. And so, like, we said, okay, well, so that's success. You know, that's what I'm chasing is that's what that looks like. A family's supposed to look like that. Oh, mm. they never fight probably because they're all smiling and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. And Cody, you know, I think that when I see yeah, Cody's yeah. pictures, of he's course. been sending up a lot of stuff where you see that I'm smiling. Yeah. Everybody's happy. And I'm just like, how does he do it? Yeah, like, perfect marriage, actually. I mean, since perfect marriage, so perfect, perfect segue father. into you telling us how you It's easy. <laughs> that's what I thought. It's yeah. easy. What's wrong with you, Dave? No, that's good. I mean, I even was just thinking as you're talking about, like, sometimes I'll be on, like, Trulia or Zillow. You know, like, I have no interest in buying a home, but you're just looking <laughs> at homes, you know, like, it's just a relaxing thing to do, like, what a waste of time. And you know, like whatever, if you do that, I'm not saying that, but for me, it does eventually start to be like, am I not content with my home? The one that God's given me, or if I'm on marketplace looking at guitars or whatever else is out there, it's like, sure. Maybe it's just, you know, harmless. But the reality is like, if that's the thing that you're doing to find like peace or that's when you have to have that self-reflection and look at like what's actually happening in this moment. And I think that's when for a lot of us, we don't recognize it, but we're just letting the world kind of tell us what we should like I'm and gonna, how we should live. I'm going to key off that too then. So it's, so reading scripture is an absolute fantastic way to build that faith, right? And to start mm-hmm. hearing God, you have to make those avenues to be able to hear God, right? Cause if you're not spending time in prayer, you're not spending time in the word, it's going to be hard to hear him because, like, like muscle memory, mm-hmm. right? It's just like you got to be in the Word. You got to, you got to give him opportunity to speak to you. And so there was like a, a month ago um, where, um, you know, I, I've been chasing like success of work and stuff like that. Mm. So and I really didn't realize that was a thing. But you know, I was like, I'm, I've always wanted to win at stuff, just, just, just to win, mm-hmm. and. You know, I was chasing this, and I realized I wasn't going to get to the top of what success would look like. And I was feeling down about that, and all of a sudden, I was reading some scripture, and I just read, like, um, Gen- T- Genesis Tower of Babel. Oh, yeah. You know, it. everybody's heard of that ride. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, a bunch of people started building stuff to see, yeah. show how powerful they were. Yeah. And I was like, hold on. What have I been building in my life? Yeah. And it was all of a sudden, I never read it that way. No, yeah, you're like, they're crazy. Why would they try to do something <laughs> that was so like that? so dumb. You're going to show how great you are, okay? Yeah. yeah, go ahead and build it to the sky. See how it works out for you. He's like, you're such idiots. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like building actual skyscrapers. And, yeah. And, so, and I'm trying to build this kingdom yeah. of my own in the world. I'm just like, why am I doing that? Mm-hmm. So, and, and I started, I got to this place where I kind of, where I just talked about, like understanding yourself. Mm -hmm. It's just like, why am I chasing these things? Are these the things that would make me happy? That's, I mean, that's so good because a lot of times we can justify that. It's like, well, no, because I want to take care of my family and, you know, it is good to be successful. I could help. And I, I think the enemy does use that 
as well too, because they know that you're susceptible to that. And we're not strong enough if we're not bringing God along in those things. And we're seeking that out on our own. Like we're going to fall and fail. So I I saw one, uh, one thing uh, somewhere where it talked about, you know, um, visualize yourself of who you want to be, what kind of person you want to be. And, you know, for me, it's going to be revolve around who God wants me to be. Right. And so if you visualize that, you know, and you think of, oh, I want to be, I want to be like, I want to follow in Jesus' footsteps. You know, I want people around me to see, to see Jesus in me, you know, mm-hmm. and I want, I want my, I, I'm happy when I'm with my family and those things. So I'm naming off these things, right, that are like core principles to who I want to be. And then all of a sudden I'm thinking too, oh, I was chasing this whole thing on success in the yeah. workplace. And it had... There's no link at all. Oh, interesting. Right? There's, there's no link. Like, there's nothing in my core values of what I want to be, what makes me happy, to work. Yeah. <laughs> there's no link. Yeah, I was chasing this thing for, for why. Tell me yeah. why. <laughs> Just, Cody doesn't know. He's shaking his head. I have no, like, he has no idea right why it's, I was chasing this It's thing. almost 9 o'clock at night. I have nothing for you at this moment. <laughs> That's no, the truth, though. No, I mean, absolutely, man. It's... It's it's a challenge, and I had a hard thing, and oh, me and you just worked out the other day, yeah. And I started recognize that as, just as I'm getting a bit older here. I mean, um, I'm I'm not super old, but <laughs> you yeah, I'm past the point of super young, maybe. Yeah. But anyways, just started to recognize like, oh, I'm finding a bit of identity in just like working out and strength and and recognizing like I can take time off, and I'm like, well, but I gotta. I'm like, am I that urgent? be in the word with God and, you know, and you start to test it against that and you just recognize like, oh, bummer. And I didn't realize that until it was starting to be taken away from me. I would get injured or something. I'm getting a few years older and I'm like, oh, this is bothering me more than I ever thought it would. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of a bummer for me probably in the last couple of years, just recognizing, but it was good and it was humbling and I was able to put it in a place where it can be a healthy avenue and it can be God rewarding and I can glorify him through it. But I had to recognize and have that self, you know, recognition. Well, where did your recognition come from then? So we've been asking me, but from you, I mean... You know, is it being in the Bible or is it prayer or is it all of the above that where you were able to recognize it in that, in that you're in yourself? That that yeah, was it was definitely the Holy Spirit was just like pointing at it really, really hard. And I was like, no, let's not, let's not, you know, and then you're eventually like, yeah, let's, let's go after this thing. Cause it doesn't yeah. need to be there. And I never needed to hold on to this in the first place. So it just started with like kind of a release and recognizing, okay, what's the good here and what's what's the bad news and you know, what's the good news of this situation. And yeah, it, it ultimately it has been better for my family and, and for me. And so, yeah, it's been really good. I did hear like the more successful you are in the world, the more unhappy you are hmm. Yeah. in general. And so I want to, you know, there's gotta be a link there, right? It's yeah, just that's like fascinating. the stuff that we're trying to find and grab, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's not real. Like it's, I guess it's physically real, but yeah, according to how we're wired as yeah. God followers, it's yeah. not real to us. Yeah, you know, absolutely. So that makes sense. Um, Pastor Stephen was here this past weekend too, and you talked about how you felt like he had this huge lens at one point when you oh, noticed, yeah. and that's that was actually my next question is kind of how do we how do we make our lens 
larger. Yeah. So I, I think it, I think a lot of that, um, comes from, you know, testing the spirit, I guess. I mean, so that's, that's for me, that's what it was. It was me hearing him say that, that, um, well, to recap what he said was, Basically, he said, and this was eight or nine years ago, is that, hey, I see miracles happening every single day. And I'm looking around and be like, I haven't seen a miracle. Like, mm-hmm. at, at least that I would know yeah. up front, like in front of me. I mean, how come that doesn't happen here? And he even said he doesn't, uh, he doesn't know why it doesn't happen here, you know, was, was his ending statement. But I didn't care about that statement. I wanted to know why, and I wanted to, I wanted to know if that's real for today. Yeah. And then I wanted to see it. And so I knew it was going to be up to me to um, follow God and what yeah. whatever He would want to show me. And mm-hmm. so it, it's a it's a leap of faith, mm-hmm. in essence, and saying, okay, you know, if I go pray for somebody, um, and maybe I pray for healing, I don't know, yeah. and whether it works or whether it doesn't work, I need to be okay with um, it work either. Maybe it didn't get healed, but maybe it planted a seed, right? Mm-hmm. And so whatever way it's supposed to work, I need to have faith um, that God's going to do it. And so for me, um, going to church, um, having uh, getting connected you know, with small groups, you know, because in those, it's, it's like it's one thing to know yourself, but then it's others to have others know you as well, mm-hmm. right? So that you know, if I'm talking to Cody, you know, I, I know I can tell him anything. And he's not going to think anything less of me, and so it's basically being getting connected. It's serving. Um, so true life is you know thinking about others, right? Mm-hmm. And so serving, reading the Bible, and then talking to God, right? And so those those are the big things that uh, will increase your kingdom lens. Yeah, is doing those things because you got to be communicating right uh, mm-hmm. to God for Holy Spirit for them for the Holy Spirit to nudge you and for you to recognize that. Mm-hmm. Right, because you even said yourself, like Holy Spirit was like tapping you on the shoulder, and you were like, "Eh, yeah, it's not, it's like not you, right now. yeah, totally." <laughs> or, or you're not right. <laughs> and I think that's a, that's a really good point as well. Is like we need to be. This is something I'm super convinced. Is like how often we don't actually ask for the things that we want, whether it's we we're not sure that God's going to come through on that or what that looks like. But for me, I had kind of a similar thought as you. Is like, why don't I feel like? I'm seeing those sort of things play out and like I need to keep more of a prayer journal or whatever that looks like. But I remember the Lord kind of saying like, I'm so focused on myself, like whether it's at the gas station, I'm in a line. It's like, I'm not seeing the other stuff because I'm thinking about, oh, I got to get to work. And then I'm thinking about this conversation. I have to have somebody else versus like, stop, look around you. So I started praying. It's like, Mm -hmm. God, help me see these things. Help me slow down. Help me stop. Put my phone in my pocket. I don't need, that's the first thing we do. Like if we're in a space, we feel like, oh, pull my phone out and not think about the other people around me. Like, what is it to me if I said, hey, to someone or ask them how they're doing? And um, so I wonder too, if that's kind of growing that lens is we have to allow God to do that and ask him for it. Yeah, I I think one thing that I've started doing that I've heard um, somebody say is that basically in the morning you just say, hey, um, pray to God and would say, hey, make me part of your day today. Hmm. You know, and so then it's like subconsciously you're like, okay, it's he, not might be, my, yeah. he might be using me today, so I need to keep my yeah. eyes op- open for those moments, you yeah. know? And so, and I don't even think, 
you know, we play it up to be this super hard thing, right? Like yeah. it's this is this out of this bo- out of body experience, right? They're like, okay, God's gonna take you out of your body. You're gonna sure. float over here. You're gonna magically wave some fair dust on somebody, and whatever. It's not that way, right? A simple, like Cody said, a simple hello or a simple greeting is probably massive, mm-hmm. you know, in the whole big scheme of things, right? Just making somebody feel welcome or somebody feel loved. Yeah. Is like well, it's invitation to relationship too. And yeah. I think people are so drawn to that now and it then there's opportunity to share the gospel through your words and how you treat them. And yeah, it's just an opportunity, which is which is awesome. I I mean think I mean, when I look at it though, I think I love um like go to you, how you move people, right? It's just like not just in your music, but in the way you talk to them, how you make them feel you can physically see how you're moving them and you may not even realize it, but, and it's not some out of body experience, right? It's just you being you and showing God's love. Right. And so that's why it's like, we as Christians probably make things way too hard. Yeah. You know, God, yeah. Jesus, you know, it's probably like, come on guys. <laughs> really? I just gave you two rules. Really? I'm literally <laughs> asking you to walk over there and say hi. That is it. <laughs> that is, that is it. I mean, I'm not saying you guys have to hug and love one another. You know, I said love, but it's really just oh, saying hi. Can you hi imagine that monologue? Okay. Too much. Stop. No, nope, you're being weird now. Stop. <laughs> Yeah, I would tell you that. Okay. Yeah, I didn't tell you to hug him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a complete stranger. <laughs> You're blowing this. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, it, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, we should do more of these late podcasts. This is no. This is, <laughs> this is kind of good because we're both kind yeah, of like, like tired and here we're we like go. yeah. That's good. Um, no. So, anyways, I did have a thought, and this could go any direction, I guess, but. Um, I'm worried now. Yeah. No, I've had different different times where I was just thinking like, well, the Lord does say, you know, if your hand causes you sin, then to cut it off. You know, people kind of overuse that in terrible ways. <laughs> but anyways, as we, we're, we've been talking about social media or TV or whatever is like informing your, um, your world lens, um, how do we balance that as Christians? Because I don't know that we're like fully called to just – don't interact with it ever. And that's the way to do it. Like, I don't feel like Jesus operated in fear like that. You know, like I'm not going to go near that situation because that could be bad, you know? Yeah. So how do we balance the, the reality of like, there's something there and we need to be informed and helpful in situations. I, I mean, I think from a standpoint of consuming, when we say consuming, so like, when you're thinking of like the phone and TV and stuff like that, you're, it's literally, literally one way. Like we are just literally consuming. Um, but if you're if you're in the world world where, um, say you're around drug dealers or just bad people, I think it's great to engage with that type of scenario where it's like the real world. But from a one way street where you're consuming. You know, whether it's TikTok or anything like I just don't know what good can come from, you know, social media and that type of stuff mm-hmm. and TV. I mean, and, you know, and there, some of that stuff is not bad. It's like, it's not, I'm not trying to paint the picture that it's all bad, right? Yeah. So, like, I watch TV shows, right? And so, you know, I watch this show alone where it's like, they send, you know, eight to 10 guys out in oh, the yeah. uh, wilderness and, sure you know, they're awesome. alone without anything and they have to survive. And it's just like, all right, well, I don't know how bad that is, yeah. right? But yeah. from the standpoint of 
where you're only the consumer. Yeah. That's where you really have to check yourself. It's like, yeah. okay, if I'm consuming this, what what benefit is it? And yeah. Or maybe it's just checkout time. I get you want to check out at the end of the night, but yeah. but what is it really feeding you? Mm. If it's nothing, it's nothing. But if it's the whole point is just to ask the question. Yeah. Right. And so if you're seeing um if you're watching I don't even know what shows it's called, like there's there's all these shows where Bachelors and oh, Paradise. No. Isn't and, there like an older one for an older Yeah, so older they're guy? like Yeah, it's like a Golden Girls episode or something <laughs> like that. There's like one guy. Right. <laughs> so and then the one guy, you know, is like trying to date these three golden girls, right? Uh, and so it's just like you know that type of stuff is like yeah. I don't see where you're wa- Dude, you're seeing. We gotta cut this. You're gonna get people angry <laughs> if we say no. Right? Do not watch The Bachelor. Whatever you do, do not watch The Bachelor. Well, well some <laughs> you will of it, burn for all eternity. When, when they're wearing like scantily clad, okay, you know, swimsuits. cool. Yes. So I think where where you could segue this is Brian said something that was really good. Is like, what if you take that thing away? What happens? And I think that's like, even I use the, um, if your hand causes you to sin, then cut it off. It's like, well, if you're watching stuff and it, it's not causing you to sin, I mean, that's also a little bit different. But I think what we're kind of talking about is like, you take that away, you take your checkout away. Like, I really just want to check out. Dude, I'll tell you right now, like we had foster kids over the last week. Yeah. And like when I, my comfort and relaxation got taken away, I was like, uh Oh, abort, abort. What's happening. And it's like, really Cody, really like yeah. so inconvenient for you, you know? And I was really frustrated with myself and it, it was a good moment for me to check myself and be like, these kids have been through a lot and I'm frustrated because, you know, now I can't watch TV or whatever, you know, <laughs> at, at night. And I think that's kind of like, take that thing away. Then suddenly what happens And to me, I recognize like, Oh, I was idolizing, my, my freedom of like my comfort zone and the different things that I really like to have, you know, yeah, you're going to get more trouble with saying, talking about checkouts <laughs> than I am with the golden girls. <laughs> I mean, there's going to be a big difference because like everybody wants to check out, right? Yeah. yeah I, I check out and my first go-to is like, is YouTube or something like that. Yeah. So, and I'm like, I've got to watch it. Like I, you know, some of the stuff that starts coming up on there, yeah. I got to be quick about turning it off. Yeah. That, I guess that's another piece about knowing yourself is, you know, you gotta you gotta know your weaknesses, right? And if 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 stuff comes comes up on there that um, starts to hit my weakness, I have to be able to yeah. turn it off. And Stacy needs to know too, you know, my sure. wife. You know, sure. I was like, hey, ran across this. Um, just letting you know uh, that that was out there, and I, sure. I turned it off. And so it's, it's that accountability sure. piece that you need to be quick about. Yeah. You have to be so fast about. Knowing that and knowing that that stuff might come up, it's just like it's best for me just to stay off of it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that going into it. No, that's good. And actually on the checkout thing, like that's just another plug for like Sabbath. And I don't think we Sabbath well. And that's why I feel like we we hold on to like this checkout time. It's like if we were in more of a posture of Sabbath and, and we held to that, I think maybe our checkout time would look a little different. So why don't we, why don't we want to open up the Bible during checkout time? I mean, I'm speaking for myself. I'm not trying to speak for everybody, but yeah. that's me. It's just like, I, I literally just want to shut everything down. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like maybe in the, if I read scripture, I'd have to listen and read and yeah. think about it versus 
I just want to be fed. Yeah. Then, but then what'll be, I want to be fed. That's what the scripture's all yeah. about. It's feeding <laughs> you. And so like, why am I opposed? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it's like an active thing where you you feel like you're pursuing and it's, uh, it's, we're kind of bringing the wrong lens to it. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, that's probably one of the issues. Um, that's a whole nother conversation though, for <laughs> sure. For sure. Well, sure. So I did really like that. So the Tetris effect, the very end of that piece, I talked to where the last thing you visualize uh, imprints on your mind mm-hmm. the most of anything throughout the day, unless it was something big. But for the most part, that last thing you look at it imprints the most. And so the last thing I was looking at was just YouTube stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, is that what I really yeah. want that last thing to look at? Like, I mean, it might have been you know, bicyclists riding down the road, yeah. but you know, it was like, I, I would rather be it about Jesus and God and yeah. Holy Spirit. And- well, man, honestly, as you were talked about early saying how like, God, let me be part of this day with you. Like, how can I be a part of your day? I wonder if we shifted that and we really lived in that space by the end of the day, would we feel as much of like, oh, I just need to like, get on the couch and like veg out. You know what I mean? No, that's a great thought. Like, so we're like, really we're, we run through the day anxious and. Yeah, exactly. Like if his, if his burden is light and the yoke is easy, like. (laughs) How do I do that? Kobe. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Does everybody have another hour for us? Let me call Brian. (laughs) Brian, help us. We're in the middle of podcast. We don't know what to say. (laughs) No, honestly, I mean, that, that's the question, right? It's like, how do you get to that point? Yeah. And I preach to the kids. It's um, a journey. Like, I think that's yeah. a beautiful part of it, though. Yeah. I mean, and you can, and I mean, I've said this, even with our marriage, it's like, God has been so faithful. And when I look back to how it was day one versus now, like, oh my goodness, it's incredible. But I think the enemy will, will tell you every day, oh, you guys messed up and like, you're really, you know, it's like, it's such a process and a journey. And you can look back over that time and like, sure, Maybe I checked out way too hard today or whatever, but you know, tomorrow, like God, let's go after this thing again, and I'm I'm here for it. And well, one of the big things that someone took from one of my messages a month ago, a month or two ago, was the journaling piece, and you mentioned it too. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned prayer journal, but for me, it's um, prayer journal. But then wherever I feel like God showed up, I always have to write it down because my mind is so short. So it could have happened yesterday and today. Be like. God, you never showed up for me. <laughs> you know, God's like, Dave, I literally just showed up for you yesterday. <laughs> literally. <laughs> you knew it was me. <laughs> yeah. That's, oh, you mentioned that on Sunday and she about like Did I? us having control and comfort. I don't know. God took over. It was thank, yeah. thank goodness he did because I was on the way to into Sunday morning. My Panic. brain was empty. <laughs> so I was like, God, you better just take over. And that's yeah. why I prayed that. I was like, I'm empty. Just take over. But but you yeah. were, what were you saying? Like, which, what did I mention? Your well, we, how we have so much in America. Yeah. And that's kind of how sometimes we just aren't like on our knees. Yeah. And that's why we don't see things happen as much sometimes. Because I know I've heard like we sometimes become our own functional gods in a lot of ways. So Well, so I truly believe in the the cry out. Like God wants us to cry out to him, you know, in, in those moments. Because for me at least, that's that's when God has shown up 
in miraculous ways, mm-hmm. right? It's like, you know. Well, that's how it is because you're at this point like, I know I said I thought I was a functional guy, but I realized that there's no possible way I can <laughs> no, actually do this. So can it. you do it? Yes. <laughs> no, you just said it. That is spot on. It's just yeah. like, I'm fully functional. I don't need you. I need help. Yeah. <laughs> I was making fun of my buddy who he, he just got sick the other day and it, it is that's those kind of moments where you're like, God, I promise I'll be such a good person. Just just help me not be sick anymore. Like whenever you, that's when you realize how weak you are yeah. is when you're just really sick and you just recognize like, oh Lord, you are good. Like, how do I not see this often? You're recognizing yeah. how weak you actually are. Well, I can appreciate hearing um, people in church that have gotten sick that have said, mm. I wouldn't take it away. Mm because they felt God's presence, you know, in those moments. And so it's just like, well, how do you how do you want to keep that though? Yeah. But it's just like once you experience God in that way, yeah. You you take it whatever way you can get it. And yeah. so you start chasing that. And so that's why that's in the essence like why I got up on stage. And so yeah. if you're bringing this thing all toge- together, yeah. we probably saying, should, yeah, <laughs> at some point here. <laughs> you know, th- this would be it is that, you know, how could you get on stage when when the enemy or the world was telling you you're not good enough is because I want God so bad. Mm. It's like nothing's going to stop me. If he tells me he wants me to do something, nothing will stop me from doing it. It's amazing. And so I know I know he loves me. I know he got he has good for me. It's 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 hard to trust sometimes for me. Mm-hmm. But in that instance I was like, I'm getting on stage. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm at no point did I say I wasn't going to do it. Yeah. Like, even though I was hearing those things, I was like, yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you can keep saying those things, but I'm doing yeah. it. And yeah. I was chasing, it's just a matter of chasing God. That's great. Well, we really appreciate you, Dave. And that was an awesome message and excited for your next one. And, church, we are starting our vision series this weekend. You do not want to miss out. So be there this weekend. We really appreciate y'all. And we will catch you later. Have a good one. See y'all.